Go out and see, O daughters of Zion, King Solomon, the crown that his mother crowned him on the day of his wedding, the day of the joy of his heart. This is the last Pasuk, the very end of the third chapter of Shir Shirim. Go out and see, daughters of Zion, the King Solomon, the crown that his mother crowned him on the day of his wedding and the day of the joy of his heart. In the Medrash Chazal, our sages ask in the Medrash, Chazar al kol hamikra kula, we went through the entire Tanakh, v'loi matzinu she'osta bat sheva atar and we don't find any way that Batsheva made a crown for her son, Shlomo HaMelech. We know Shlomo HaMelech's mother is, of course, Batsheva. And the sages ask that we go through the entire Tanakh. It doesn't say anywhere that his mother made for King Salman, for Shlomo HaMelech, a crown. What do you mean, go out and see, King Salman, the crown that his mother made? And we don't find anywhere that Shlomo HaMelech got a crown from his mother. So, of course, we know and all the commentators explain that whenever in Shir Hashirim it says Shleim HaMelech, HaMelech Shlomo, it's a reference, it's a kinoy, it's another nickname for God. Melech Shlomo, Melech Shahashalom Shalom Shlo, the king to whom peace belongs. Shleim HaMelech is a reference to Hashem. But then the obvious question is, so what does it mean the crown that his mother crowned him if we're talking about Hashem? So the Medrash brings a story that one time Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai asked Rabbi Lazar, the son of Rabbi Yossi, maybe one time you heard from your father, what does it mean, what's this crown that his mother gave him, that, that God got? So Rabbi Lazar, the son of Rabbi Yossi, said, yes, my father did explain it. He said it with a moshel. My father explained this pasuk with a parable. The parable of that there was a king that had an only daughter. His only child was a daughter. And he loved her so, so much. His only daughter, his only child, he loved her so much. And he would always call her, my daughter, my daughter. The love continued and became so much to the extent that the king called his daughter, my sister. And then the Medrash continues, He loved her so much, the love got so intense to the extent that the king called his daughter, my mother, my mother. Kach continues the Medrash, So too, the Nimshal, what this parable is coming to teach us, is that God loved the Jewish people so much to the extent that Karan Biti, that Hashem called us his daughter. As it says in the 42nd chapter of Tilim, Shimi Basri, listen, my daughter, and see. And then Hashem loved us so much till he calls us his sister, Achoisi, my sister. Shenemar Pischili Achoisi Reyasi. God says, Tas open up for me, my sister, my bride. And God's love for us became so intense. imi that God calls us his mother. Shenemar, like it says in Yeshaya chapter 51. Ule'umi, Eli Hazinu, listen to me, my nation. But Chazal, the sages make a plan words that the word Le'umi is written without a vav and it could be read, Le'imi, my mother. And this is what Rabbi Lazar, the son of Rabbi Yossi, told Rabbi Shimon Yochai that he heard from his father. 
And the Medrash concludes, Amad Reb Shimon ben Yochai, V'noshkai al Roshai. Shimon ben Yochai, after hearing this Medrash, this idea, got up and kissed Reb Lazar on the head. V'omar and said to him, if I would have come just to hear this idea from you, it would have been enough. This idea was enough for me to hear, to live with for a long time. Now, of course, this medrash is extremely difficult to understand. What does it mean that first this king, that first Hashem calls us the daughter, then sister, then mother? How does the daughter become the mother? I'm leaving the Freudian... Uh, references on the side, but what Taka doesn't mean, that, that he loved his daughter so much that he ended up calling her my mother. So the Alter Rebbe explains, what's the deeper meaning of this Medrash? And he explains that Biti, God calls us his daughter for Maisa mitzvahs when we actually do mitzvahs. Achoisi, Hashem calls us his sister through Limerat Torah, by our learning Torah. And Imi, God calls us his mother through the Aved of Messias Nefesh. When we serve God with total self-sacrifice and giving over of self completely to God. Let's understand what does this mean. So Chassidah says, first of all, what does it mean, Biti? God calls us his daughter from the love he loves us so much, he calls us his daughter. That corresponds to doing the mitzvahs. Why? Because a daughter, of course, the connotation of a daughter is a makabal, a receiver. One who's on a lower level, so to speak, than the parent. The daughter has to receive from her parents. And so, too, when we do mitzvahs, the main way we have to do mitzvahs is with kabbalas, all malchus shemaim, accepting the yoke of the kingdom of heaven. We have to be a slave, a servant to God. We have to feel ourselves as, as in, in, infinitely inferior that we're receiving from God His light. By doing a mitzvah, He bestows upon us His infinite light through the doing of the mitzvah, and we receive it, and thereby we're His daughter. Mashenke, when it comes to learning Torah, learning Torah means that one is taking God's will and wisdom and bringing it into your mind. When you learn Torah, as it says in Tanya chapter 5, you're actually ingesting God's light. Simply means you learn Torah, your mind becomes a mind of Kedusha. Your Metzias, your existence becomes filled with Torah, with God's word. You learn Torah, it becomes who you are. And then you become, so to speak, an equal of God. Torah makes us godly, and therefore we become Achaisi, God's sister. But then the Altarab explains there's the deepest Aveda, which is the meaning of Mesiris Nefesh. And of course, Mesiris Nefesh doesn't just mean dying for God. Literally, the words Mesiris Nefesh means giving over one's soul to God, which of course one has to do when alive, and especially by Kriyashma. What's the meaning of Mesiris Nefesh that one has to do when alive? So the word Nefesh also means will. Said, I don't have a desire for this nation. So what's Mesiris Nefesh? It means uprooting up our will that is enclosed in all the vanities of this world. Right now, our will, we desire so many things of this world. We have to uproot that desire that we should have just one will for our Father in Heaven. The purity of heart is to will one thing. That we have no desire for anything in heaven or earth other than God. And that comes, of course, from putting to our hearts deeply that that nothing exists other than Hashem and everything is nullified and absorbed within Hashem. 
And the more that we deeply meditate on this, our hearts will understand that it doesn't pay to be drawn after anything other than Hashem Himself, and all our will and desire will be to be connected to God, giving over our soul completely to be included within Hashem's infinite light. Mesiris Nefesh means that feeling inside that we give up ourselves completely to God, we give our souls into God Himself. And therefore we understand, you know, when God is called Melech Shlomo, the king, for God to be king is a tremendous descent, tzimtzum, for God. For God to be king of the world, he has to descend from his infinity, contract himself, and be a king of the world. But God in his infinite essence is beyond being king of the world. The world isn't even a speck of dust vis-a-vis God in his infinite essence. But when a Jew is Meister Nefesh, when you give your soul over to Hashem, your soul is given over to the very essence of God. You're giving your soul back to its source, where it comes from. So when you get in touch with the desire that the only desire one has, that we only desire to have is Hashem, when you get in touch with that deepest Pneumius Rotzen, this Mesiris Nefesh, that essence of the soul is one with the essence of God. And therefore, when one is Moser Nefesh, one arouses from God's essence to give over his light to the Bechina, to the aspect of God being king of the world, meaning that you reach beyond God being king. You reach to God's essence where the source of God being king comes from, and thereby your mashpia, you give over to Melech Shlomo, to God as king. We give a crown to the contracted, finite aspect of godliness, the king aspect of Hashem. We give a crown from beyond, from God's infinite essence, thereby being God's mother through Mesir Snefesh. And on this Mother's Day, it's worthwhile to understand the connection of mothers to Mesir Snefesh. For indeed, that's what a mother is all about, a mother that self-sacrifices and gives over and is mashpia to her child. May God bless all mothers around the world to continue to give them strength to do what they need to do. And may we all be God's mother. May we all tap into the highest level of Kuchabrihu of God and bring it down into His Shechina. May we be God's mother and finally see that day of the ultimate union with God when it will be revealed how we and God are one.